0: Welcome to What's Working in Washington, I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, bursting out of government work into the private sector.
1: You know, having felt that pain point, that inability to do outreach effectively, that inability to activate the unusual suspects, I thought what a great idea for a company. A
0: growing phenomenon in our economy is crowdsourcing equity, crowdsourcing the funding, and now crowdsourcing of ideas is being used more and more often by the federal government to solve big problems. Michael Contreras is the director of Census Challenges, an organization here in the D.C. region that does exactly that. Michael, thanks for joining us. Yeah, happy to be here. Well, tell us a bit about Census Challenges. How is it solving this uh, problem for the federal government?
1: Census Challenges is what we call a crowd innovation consultancy. And what that means is that we transform organizations through crowd solutions. So for, let me give you an example. Yeah, please. It's pro- probably a little bit easier to understand. Yeah. So one of the things we do is called a innovation challenge. And that's where we reach out to the crowd to solve tr- tough or intractable problems. And um, you know, just to give you some numbers on it, the government is just getting started with this tool. Uh, they've done over 700 challenges across 80 agencies. And they've given out uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. About 220 million uh, since they've been tracking it. So. They're just getting started. This is expected to grow. It's a new tool for the government.
0: So the traditional view of doing the government uh, doing business with the government is that government provides uh, some sort of request proposals, in effect, and highly structured. People put in white papers. They put responses in. Then they go through the contracting. And it's it's a form of brain damage is how many entrepreneurs, <laughs> particularly entrepreneurs yeah. don't deal with the federal government, say, oh, I don't want to deal with this. Uh, what you're telling me is that you don't do that.
1: Uh, that's right. Um, it, they are pay-for-performance mechanisms, and Census Challenges kind of administers this challenge on behalf of a government or a nonprofit sponsor. So, so they put out a call. Uh, there is a review process, some evaluation criteria, and a scorecard. The reviewers, um, and then money is awarded based on how well those submissions meet those requirements.
0: So in effect, instead of the federal government getting technology or ideas from the usual suspects or the people that they're already doing business with, this allows the government to stretch the, uh, the parameters outward and reach hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of people, right?
1: That's absolutely correct. Okay. And I think that's our unique approach, our unique angle, is we really specialize in that activation piece of the uh, unusual suspects, so to speak. Right. Right. So we're able to get solutions from the adjacent possible, from experts in fields uh, which are adjacent, but not necessarily the usual experts that they reach out to.
0: Okay, so let's do this. Give me a couple of specific examples of where governments had a problem and using crowdsourcing, the program manager has been able to find a specific solution.
1: Yeah, I can talk to a challenge that actually just closed. Um, It was called the Move Health Data Forward Challenge. It was sponsored by HHS, the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT. So they had a, a thesis that um, data doesn't flow across provider networks. Um, how can we incentivize small businesses to build on the interoperability work that they did in the past and are continuing to do through this hardworking group? So they put out a three-stage challenge where they gave prize money at uh, each stage and It started with just concepts and proposals at the early stages and by the end of it two full-fledged startups were awarded cash prizes. Um, The two winners uh, come from a variety of use cases but uh, the first one is called Docket. Uh, They allow users to share data seamlessly across care providers. Uh, They integrate a special standard called uh, OAuth 2.0 and the, the, the use case that's uh, most tangible or palatable to me is the idea of when you go into a doctor and you have to fill out all that paperwork every time. Mm-hmm. And uh, no matter where you go, each new doctor visit, you got to fill out this paperwork continuously, right? So if you're a docket customer, you can seamlessly share this data across networks through the use of a Q- QR code or um, allowing third-party access.
0: And to this the is exactly the kind of company that I would have thought would not be the least bit interested in working with the federal government,
1: right? Absolutely. Yeah, they're um, uh, first-time applicants to government uh, program. Um, another example is a company called Live and Leave Well. Uh, they also implement the OAuth 2.0 standard, and they allow sharing of end-of-life care plans. You know, anybody who's ever cared for uh, an older individual in your family, toward the end of life, yeah. that can get pretty dicey. So, uh, you know, tech really helps um, solidify those plans and share them across the multiple care networks that that individual may pass through.
0: So I can understand why a program manager, somebody in government, would be interested in this because it gives them opportunity to reach new uh, entrepreneurs. What's in it for me if I'm an entrepreneur, and how do I do I go to a website and sign up? How, There's a
1: lot of incentives that that are involved in a challenge program besides just the prize money, right? So there is prize money. Oftentimes, the prize money isn't comparable to a traditional grant. Prizes are implementing uh, different incentives as well, uh, especially expert feedback. Oftentimes, a seal of approval or a signal from an agency like HHS or the DoD will allow you to access future capital and funding. You also get, in some cases, mentorship. You get feedback from the judges to review your idea. And sometimes there's connections that happen at some of these demo days or events. Um, HHS was one of the uh, first agencies to implement the virtual demo day format of evaluation. So those virtual demo days allowed exposure uh, for some of those applicants.
0: You know, what I find interesting, uh, knowing you a bit as I do, is you have a history, a prior history of being an entrepreneur and, and being an entrepreneur in other parts of the country. Why and how is this an entrepreneurial business?
1: Right. Well I think if I look back at uh, my work experience I always found myself drawn toward this idea of uh, creative improvement. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I started out um, uh, engineer. Uh, I was working at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory and I was always looking for ways to improve processes or products uh, and then monetize those those improvements. So I had this entrepreneurial bug you know and believe it or not I passed through the government before then starting census challenges. Um, I had the opportunity to actually be a client before being a vendor, so I ran a challenge in the government, and I knew my unique pain points. And I think it you know, goes with that theme of creative improvement. I was, I was trying to develop a process that improved upon the existing grant mechanisms that we were using when I was at the DOE SunShot. So, you know, having felt that pain point, that inability to do outreach effectively that inability to activate the unusual suspects. I thought, what a great idea for a company and what a great place in Census. Census is a marketing firm and Census Challenges is a practice area inside that I run. Um, What a great opportunity to utilize those tools that Census has already. So it was a great fit. Um, Jose Villa, the president of Census and I talked about it as I was transitioning out of government and we thought, let's let's launch this thing. Uh, In our first year, we did 11 challenges uh, we gave out over $4 million. And uh, kind of a weird stat is we, about 22 startups, passed through these challenge programs. We, we like to say we virtually incubated them. And uh, that was an interesting side effect. So we're seeing um, challenges as an incubation mechanism, a way to shepherd technologies from idea to outcome.
0: And I, I love it when I hear about an entrepreneur applying himself or herself to a big national security challenge, particularly here in D.C. when we really need the help. Well, Mike Contreras, thanks very much for joining us. Census challenges if you're an entrepreneur looking for a, work with, a way to work the federal government you're not working with them now, check them out.
1: If I could give one plug, if you're interested in learning more about what we do, uh, censuschallenges.com is our website. And we have a pretty cool newsletter that we just launched. There's so your plug. Censuschallenges.com forward slash up. Thanks for that, Mike. We'll see you again.